Alright, what's up everybody? Good morning, good morning. Morning, morning, morning. Another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. <laughs> oh, this is your opportunity to share. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Um, today we're going to be talking about uh, why, and, and I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to say I feel. Um, this isn't the brothers. Um, I don't know how they feel. Uh, why I feel Black Wall Street won't work. Um, why you feel what? Black Wall Street won't work. Oh. And, and we'll, we'll hash it out. We'll talk it out. So I'm just throwing out that, that I put that title up. It's to kind of let's get folks in so we can actually have the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I did a little, uh, what do they call it? What's up, Lisa? Good morning. V, good morning. Force call Lady Cheryl in the building. Good morning. Good morning. Um, what do they call that? Uh, clickbait? But it's not really because we're actually talking about it. So <laughs> good morning, Mark. Good morning. Terry in the building. Bro. Great morning. So yes, we're gonna have a, a lively conversation because uh, yeah, we need to talk about these things. All right, uh, boom. So this is your opportunity to share. Like I said before, make sure listen, listen, listen. I want to challenge everybody watching this right now, right now. Everybody, especially in Facebook land, tag somebody, tag at least one person that you say, you know what, they got some insight in this conversation, or you know, we was just having this conversation, or they really need to be a part of this conversation um, because I agree with you, AD. We can't have a black Wall Street or this dude is tripping. We need to tell him why we need a Wall Street, you know. So get him in here. Let's argue. Let's fight. But let's have the conversation because we're all about having conversation that's moving us forward. Um, and that is that is that is the goal. You know, we're not some sensational group. We're here to actually push a conversation, push the envelope forward and and have the conversations that you guys have quietly in the open, you know, yeah. because a lot of families are having conversations, but no one's having these conversations in the open where it's adding dialect or dialogue to, to areas that we don't, we don't discuss, you know, you're not allowed to say that, you know, <laughs> don't, don't say that out loud. You know, you're going to lose your black card, but we need to have these conversations for real. And that's, that's the truth. That's, that's really here. That's, that's our goal and our point. To spark something, you know, passable. He he just dropped something like, "Yo, this is think about this," you know. So I want you guys to really engage, get some other guys in there. If you know another male that's like, you know what, I need this dude to, to be a part of this conversation. Tag him. Just put the tag in there, you know. Annoy him. Put a couple of people in there. Women, men, children, whatever, whoever you want to tag. Tag him. Be a part of this conversation. We're gonna drop this intro. We're gonna get into this content. What up, Ephraim? Good morning. Um. So let's get it. Let's see. What's up? Oh, Terry said a lot of the conversation is talking about the video of that old lady spitting on the young. Oh, and the composure she had. Yeah, I, I, I saw it. I didn't get the backstory on that. Yeah, we might. Happens every day. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> let's get into it. I didn't want to catch Good that morning. Good 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 morning. All right. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. All right. Let's see. All right, Mama McCory, great morning to you. 
Hey, mom. V said I was fish grease. Oh, that's hot how, about that's that. how you know when a black person there. A black person <laughs> from the south when they throw the fish grease hot. <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh, and yes, V. He said V for that, right? Oh, um, so real quick, uh, having a Black History moment. I need to have a little few, a lot more of these. And honestly, I want to try to be more proactive and maybe have one every single day, um, even past February. But today's Black History uh, fact or person is, I'm probably going to say his name wrong, so forgive me. I don't know if, uh, okay, it's Cole in the building. Yes, Cole is in the building. Great morning to you, sir. You know, he's my fact checker. O.W. Gurley. O.W. Gurley. Um, so that's, that's actually the person who bought the land that started the Black Wall Street. O.W. Gurley. He actually bought the land to start Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma. He first bought land in, uh, where was it? Uh, well, he bought land in one area of Oklahoma. Tulsa. Tulsa. Yeah, Tulsa. Well, he bought land in, uh, what was it called? Remy, I think it was called, Oklahoma. And it was during the, the, the Great Land Rush, like literally running to claim your land. Like I didn't realize it was literally running and where you stop, you get to claim that land, that piece of land. Um, yeah. And he, yeah, I think, and they said 50 miles, this dude ran. <laughs> so, so, and he claimed the land. Um, Who was it? Tom out, Cruise, Nicole Kidman did a movie like that. Uh, I forgot what the name of it was, but yeah, I saw them. I just remember that movie that they came out with where they were running and you had to put a stake in the ground to claim the land. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you, you you threw it back with that one. I, that's what's bothering me now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. just in case y'all don't know, and you don't know a lot about running, that's two marathons. <laughs> that's he, a lot. He, that, yes. he, he ran yes. two marathons. Yes. That's yeah. And it's the importance of land because I, I would have yeah. stopped after a mile. Like you know, right. this should be good enough. <laughs> but yeah, land is important. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, so yeah, I, I was thinking in my head too. Like if someone said, "Yo, I got fifty acres. There's fifty acres, but you got to run." I got to run all the way to McDonough. <laughs> you know, like, you know, just, just thinking about it, like, oh, my goodness. Okay, right now? Like, just yeah. trying to get there, you know, with no yeah. coat on. Just, <laughs> go, Look, we just got to stick the I, lid, you know. I've ran for less. I know past right. the past <laughs> <laughs> Look, you, it, it's 430 in the morning, and you just came back from the club and got to run five miles. <laughs> I've ran for less. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. See, all right, so he, uh, yeah, so he had land, and I think it was uh, Remy, Oklahoma. He found out there was oil happening around the Tulsa area, so he sold his land, sold what he had. I think he had a store there, and he bought the land in Tulsa. Ultimately, established in the area, and he had, and he had the vision of building an all-black area, and it was definitely needed, you know, because we was so it was such, such segregation everywhere. It's like. Stop, you know, why not create our own? You know, it's more of a push to create our own. It's, you know, because, and, and from that, because he created his own, it drew, you know, the black doctors, the black lawyers, you know, those who was already in an affluent, you know, status to a place where they would have the respect there as well. You know, right. because it's not just enough to have money, but at least you have the respect of what you have, you know, and, and your position and who you are. Um, so I, I think that helped out tremendously. So that, so just a quick black history, uh, check. O.W. Gurley is the actual person that 
bought the land that started Black Wall Street. You know, of course, there were others connected to it because we know he couldn't have done it by himself, but he had the vision to to parse the land out. He created the residential areas, the business areas and all of that stuff. And there's, there's no telling what kind of codes he invented, you know, the stuff we follow today in business, <laughs> you know, because there there it was all like they said, they had a land rush. So there was no the rules were out just everywhere, you know. And so it's, it's no telling we can dig into history and find out what he had created or laws he put on the books, you know, just to keep control of the area, you know, make sure everything stayed in and running correctly. But today, and before you go there real quick, can yes. I give you another fact that stems from that for all of my old school R&B fans? I know you guys know of the Gap Band. Mm-hmm. Outstanding. Bomb on me. And see, that song was really about Black Wall Street. You dropped the bomb on me. They was talking about the the um the city of Tulsa and the sheriff office there. I but don't know, the, D. That's a stretch, man. No, it's not a stretch. Yeah, I was thinking no, that too. No, but no, hold on, I, hold on. I'm gonna let that. I'm gonna let Pastor maybe say because no, that, that wasn't my time. But listen, it's not a stretch. Okay. The name, the name of the Gap Band, G A P. They're from Oklahoma. And they named themselves that at the block Black Wall Street, the three major streets that intersected um, in the heart of um, of Black Wall Street was Greenwood, Archer, and Pine Street. This mm. is what the Gap Band named their band after those three streets, being from Oklahoma and being from the Tulsa area. So that's an absolute fact. It's not a stretch. So I right, look into it. Look at, <laughs> hey, I'm going to pull out Uncle Charlie. <laughs> Look, fact check me all day. I'm you got Cole you. in the building. Cole, the fact checker. Hey, go. Hey, fa- yeah. hey matter of fact, <laughs> y- y'all gonna good. trust Cole when he said so. So, Cole, I'm gonna need you to fact check while you're watching, my brother. Okay, so oh, he said she's precious. Yes, she said she they did explain how they got their name. Okay, I don't know if, if that's she's co-signing on that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we need clarity. Be they explain how they got their name. Is it consistent with what we've heard from the floor? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, I, I, I don't, I didn't know that history, so I can't, I can't comment on it. I got you. Hey, well, I'm, I'm a fact check here in a second. Um, I'm, I, no, I was thinking about a woman. Yeah, that's right, 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 right. Because you guys do, you guys do realize that the, um, that the, that the sheriff department dropped sticks of dynamite out of crop dust and airplanes over the yeah, city, no, right? No, I, 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 I'm with you yeah, on the city. It's just the connection with them. That's <laughs> okay, like, so what, what if, if that's it, then great. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go into an app. I mean, I'm going to go into another window, and when I get it, AD, I'm going to just want you to share that screen. So No, you can man, you can't fact check yourself. <laughs> well, you you the same thing. Well, I'm just saying you you have we the need, ability. We need, we need to hear the people. Somebody, Cole, sports car lady. We need to hear the people. Y'all got to listen. I'm, listen, I just looked up like the lyrics to the song. Okay. You were the girl that changed my world. Yeah, you were the girl for me. You lit the fuse. I stand yeah. accused. You were the first for me. Right. But you turned me out, baby. Turned me out. Yeah. You know. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. If it is. That, then that's, I that's can't. Wonderful. I can't connect that with <laughs> Tulsa. Because they just, did drop the bombs, like right. the bombs. They like did. Yeah. yeah. We don't. We don't dispute that. We don't dispute yeah. that. Oh man. I, I, I guess I'm gonna have to see if I can find an interview with Charlie spitting it out. So, because you you understand that he probably wouldn't have sold any music off of that right, on a right, major right. label if he came out and 
Yeah, I, I run with you on that. If if that was his intent, he would have had to do it the way he did it. Yes, I can. I can. I yeah. agree with you on that. We'll, we'll we'll get to that later. Let's get back to business ahead, right? I know. I'm sorry. We got off into the weeds there. We got into the weeds right there. Okay, hold on. Cole said the Gap Band is named after Greenwood District in Tulsa. Okay. Boom. All right. Greenwood, All right, Archer, and Pine. All right. He said, you dropped the bomb with me. It was about a woman putting that thing <laughs> on him. It's what I thought. <laughs> but I don't. I'm with what D's saying. If they I'm, had this, if they were going to sneak a message in, they would have had to done it. Yeah. Oh, way. yeah, definitely. I, 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 I watched. Well hidden. Well I, I, watched, <laughs> I watched the interview with Charlie, with Uncle Charlie Wilson and Snoop. Okay. And he was telling Snoop the, the hidden meaning behind the song. So I'm okay, I'm gonna see hidden. if I can dig that up, but okay, that's okay. cool. All I say, all I gotta say, it was well hidden. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So in plain sight. <laughs> so oh, I oh, I I. So my question today, and I and I put it out into a statement, and as I said in the beginning of the show, all those that are watching, um. The statement for me is, you know, why Blackstreet won't work. That's that's from me. That's not from the brothers. We're going to get their opinions on it as well. Um, but do you think uh, in 2021 that we can or should build or create a black Wall Street where it is primary, it's, everything is owned by blacks? Um, because there are towns now ran, you know, by predominantly black people. You know, some yeah. cities that yeah, are in Georgia. I mean, yeah, Georgia, Atlanta, you know, it's, it's kind of kind of like that. Um, but do you feel like an actual, like the, the Tulsa, Oklahoma, Black Wall Street? Or um, should we be thinking uh, differently when it comes to uh, economics, local economics, or black economics? Um, I'm going to shoot that over to Pastor. What do you think, sir? <sighs> Well, you know, we have we have Mr. Reparations on here, Ephraim Terrell. Yes, sir. <laughs> so I'm going to walk lightly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the people they money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I am a believer. Like I talked, we talked about this the other day. That uh, the you know having this this black and white conversation is is old for me right uh, I'm I'm more motivated to level the playing field than I am of trying to right. establish a, a quote unquote black thing okay that's that's just my feeling so for that reason no I don't agree with a a black Wall Street I agree with a I'm, I'm, I'm more I'm more uh, interested in a level playing field. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Okay. And, I, and I feel you. I do. For, for me, I, I I think the the end game is level playing field. I I feel we've been marginalized, downtrodden, whatever black history word you want to use <laughs> to describe us people right. for so long. You have to aggressively catch us up to have a playing field. Somebody put it like this. Um, one of Biden's nominees, it escapes me now, but they were, well, let's put it this way. They said like trying to do an even playing field now would be like running a race, somebody already halfway down the track and they say, okay, now, now we're going to stop cheating. Okay. So it's now, now it's fair. 
Now, just catch up to me, even though I'm already ahead. The the wealth gap, I believe, and you know, you can talk to different economists. Everybody got different numbers, but still, right. it holds true that it will take a couple hundred years for blacks to catch up. They even have Hispanics outpacing us right now financially to catch up with whites. So we and we run stats on here before, and I hate to go in the stat game about the number and the dollars and how long they stay in the community. But I want to get to the equal playing field. But the push for reparations is so important, and I believe it even more so now with all these stimulus checks. But the push for it is just so that it can help us catch up. Will somebody act a fool? I would bet my draws on it. But it would give an opportunity for people to catch up. We have to catch up. They have pushed us so far behind the game. So far. If they they said we're changing the rules and we're not doing it, we're not going to cheat anymore, I'm still behind. I just want to respond to that, A.D., if I can. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You you just said that the the Latino community – has passed us up. They've gained ground even more. They're, they're closer than we than we are. And then the question I would ask is, how long have they been in the game? How long did it take them, right? Uh, because if they were able to do it, then so can we. That because you're proving the point, right? If the way is made, it won't take long. That's the thing. I, I, you know, I for me, it's it's always going to be biblical. You missed Bible study last night. Because Bible study last night in the book of Exodus was all about the promise God made to Abraham and how he said that your descendants descendants would multiply. They would prosper even in the midst of hardship. Pharaoh was hard on them, hard labor. The, the Bible says that uh, he, he assigned taskmasters in Exodus chapter one to put them into hard labor. They had to serve with rigor is what the Bible says but yet they continue to increase in number to the point to where the Egyptians were afraid that if a war could broke out, that the Israelites could team up with the Hittites, the enemy of the Egyptians and conquer them. All right, what am I saying? I'm saying that it, didn't, it doesn't matter how hard they pressed, the Israelites continue to prosper. And what I'm saying is the greatest fear that this world has, that this nation has, is opening up the field. It won't take us long to be where they are. You have to think think about this. If every black millionaire gave $50,000 to a cause, any cause, a black agenda, what impact would that have on this nation? I'm talking about Every black millionaire going out and, and buying a, an average car, a $50,000 car. If every black millionaire gave $50,000, what kind of financial impact would that have in the game? Right. And so it, it, the, the reality is we have people in very pivotal positions already. We have black CEOs. We have black investment bankers. Right. We have blacks right. who own banks. J- John Bryant, I, I mean, is a global name. He's a global right. icon when it comes to the financial industry. Right. right? A man who started sleeping in his car in South, South Central Los Angeles, right. now travels the globe talking about finance to every other, every other financial institution on the planet. So what I'm saying is we have black politicians, we have people in place, we have blacks on Wall Street in pivotal positions, right? right? So right. if you just open the gate, there's nothing else we need. Right. You, you, and it you, doesn't have to be black. That's what I'm, I'm like, it doesn't take us long to catch up on anything. You put us in a race. I promise you, if you put every if you put a black person in a race with every other every other uh, nationality, 
and say go and they all have the same qualifications come on man you, you talk about opening up the field america been doing that they've been opening up the field and they've been trying to grow the economy and i heard a preacher say this he said that he used an example about uh, a gardener and uh doing pesticide on his yard and uh he told them to stay off the weeds and he was saying that when you spray the garden that they were hitting the man was so surgical with it that he was hitting the weeds as well as right. the flowers and yeah. america has been growing its economy at our expense we have been getting poisoned dried out and rotten and it it is not fair because no other race has gone through what we've gone through we right. are carrying the heaviest load forget america that life can offer and 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 hispanics haven't had to go through it so people are growing asians are growing people are growing inside our community they yes indians got every uh perfume jewelry shop in the mall so people are growing within our economy because they're not under the scrutiny the pressure that we own we got a good brother that can make it home uh, you know, he's driving home. He's just trying to make it home. So he's a good brother. He's educated. He's doing right for the community, but he got to worry about getting killed. People yeah. are just under a different kind of freedom than we are. So we're trying to grow past it. But like those, just even with those Israelites, you say prosper. I say they continue just the, the number kept going up, but they weren't prospering. Pharaoh was still in charge. They were just threatened by the numbers. So I'm yeah, just but, saying, but, but, but hold on, because the, the point that I'm trying to make is whatever room they were given, they prospered, right? That's all I'm saying. And, and to your point, you're right. Uh, you have, the uh, AD said it earlier, you have to own the land. Right. If you don't control the land, you can't, con- you, you have no control over who gets put on the land. And that's when you talk about other nationalities that are prospering, that's because they're being given the contract. Right. Okay, so you're, you're against reparations because and I, I don't not to put words in your mouth, but in essence, it's more of a handout and we need to just not wait on somebody to give us something. Right. So with the people like there's, there's is that not accurate? No, I'm saying I, I, no, I'm not saying I don't believe in it. I say it's not a valid argument. That's what I'm saying. I don't need what I'm trying to say is it's not necessary. That's all I'm saying. I don't, I don't, I don't if, if, they were, if they give it, I'll take it. But what I'm right. saying is. I don't want to expend all my energy fighting for something that they're not going to give me. I'd rather okay. fight for so, a little point. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a last um, family he, here. He trying to get in there. Oh, I'm sorry. Went, yeah, go ahead and um, you can ask your there, last question. I'm going to get Dwayne in there. A, uh, 19, I'm sorry, D. There's 19, uh, I just I just want my people to get this money. It's, <laughs> it's 19 uh, families here sure. in Georgia that went ahead and got um, – the they, they bought some land. Uh-huh. They call, they're calling it Freedom of Georgia. Yes. Um, so it's going to be them carving out their own spot to right. start to give us people. It's, it's a literal attempt to make a right. black wall street. Right. Yeah. So it's not waiting on the government is that right. they combined their funds. They carved out some land and, and they're right. trying to prosper. So would you be right. behind a move like that? That's not, that's not waiting on the government. That's not waiting on the handout. That's, that's, that's somebody trying to make it happen. Give yeah. us a chance. It's, 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 it's the American dream. Cause you know, all the land they own, they bought a whole, a whole town, but you know, right. Yet and still, they still gonna have to be supported. Yeah. Um, I I, I saw it as well. Um, I was I was looking like they got they got a ways because they didn't have. It looks like they just got land and like just land in the middle of some land. 
Yeah. And it's like there's and me and Sam was like, there's no electricity. It looks like no plumbing. Like they gotta have they you know, they are ground zero with yeah, building. For real. You know, like this is gonna be maybe their grandchildren really start prospering with this, you know, which well, is cool because you're building. But it's, that's every development though starts right. Out. But guess yeah. what? Hey, listen, in my zip code, they're talking about my wife. Just they're talking about bringing a Whole Foods to wow. to this end of town. You want right, to know why? There's nothing out there. There's you want to know? Okay. I'm here. There's plenty out. There. There's nothing out there. <laughs> there there is no there's a there's a lot there's a lot coming you yeah. know my property value my I, I bought this house two years ago my property value has increased 10 percent in wow. less than two years right? Right. because of the planning right just to talk because of what's coming right shack is down here mm-hmm. shack is the reason why they're bringing a the whole foods i'm like what what y'all think shack can come in and buy the store out every day <laughs> but i'm saying right. one right person's influence right. who looks right. like me right. is right. bringing jobs industry to this area mm-hmm. down here just because he lives here yeah right and so I, i'm saying you you can't have that type of influence do you got and i don't want to get uh, ad you got some more stuff i just when you talk about influence and i and i hear what you're saying uh e because you know they don't want to play fair is your is yeah. your point they it's don't want to play fair I looked. I, I saw. Um, anybody remember Ruby Bridges? Yes. yes. Who was Ruby Bridges? The child that um went to the segregated the, school. The first, that, well, the, the first, first, the first child yeah. when they desegregated. The yeah. That was part of the desegregation in in New Orleans, Louisiana, uh, in in 1960. Uh, I forgot the name of the school. Friend, something brand, yeah. friend, something, some school, right. and. This is what I saw. I saw the crowds of people out there that were against desegregation. Right. 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 The white folks who didn't want her going to school. And I kept thinking to myself, Lord, this is a six year old girl. They're calling her a hero. But at six years old, you don't even know the impact of what you're doing. Right. And it's not you doing it. It's your parents sending you to a school. Right. Right. Right? So it wasn't her. It was her parents. It was a movement. And she happened to be the the, uh, the tool that they right. used. She represented a movement and didn't even know what she was getting into. Right. There's no way that child could understand why these other children were leaving the school, why I'm the only child in my class. They couldn't. She couldn't understand that. Not really. Right. Right. right? And and what I real this is what I realized. The the type of crowd when I saw the pictures of the crowds. It reminded me of what just happened on Capitol Hill. Mm. Mm. True. Right? Right. That was 1960. This is 2021. Right. And it was the same type of crowd fighting against change. Yeah. Right? So I say that to say, E, I understand your position. It's like, we got to have our own because they're not going to give it to us. Mm-hmm. But the point I want to make to you is that going back to Exodus, there were so many of them, so many of them, that they continue to grow. We can grow so much to where they won't really have a choice. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not talking about growing in numbers. I'm talking about growing in position. That's what I'm talking about. Growing in connectivity, in oneness of mind. I'm saying when enough of us get together, oh, yeah, somebody's going to pay attention. Right. They have been able to live off the fact that we've been divided for so long. 
Right. Yeah. Jump in there, Dwayne. What, what, no, I'm, I'm, I see both points and I agree with both points, but I think there's levels and, and, and I think they're talking about two different levels. Um, and it's, it's the same thing. I, I don't think I, I don't, I, it's the same fight mm-hmm. and it's, and it's the same war, but different battles. If, if I can say it that way, mm-hmm. it's the same war, but different battles. Um, yeah. Because when it comes to E's point of view, I just want to point out to America, Hey, everybody knows that out of every country we've bombed out of every nationality we've hurt, or we've um, had some type of um, anguish or pain that was um, inflicted by the American government, they've all been paid. Everybody except oh. Africans that came um, right. that are now American citizens. And <laughs> that, so, so for that, America, shame on you. And the fact that we have to even ask when when it comes to the direct success of America, no other demographic can say that is more due to us than anybody than, than us. Right. Lo- oh, you- lost, <laughs> we lost, lost you. Yeah, I, I she muted this. you. She muted you. She said, "That's enough. That's enough." <laughs> she kicked my mic out of place. <laughs> but um, yeah, when when it comes to the success of America. Um, slavery, black mm-hmm. invention, um, black contribution. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I don't know a percentage, but I know it's a large percentage of what America's success looks like. Absolutely. Right? And, and we've been slapped in the face and say, yeah, continue to sit at the back of the classroom, back of the bus, and be happy that you ain't a slave no more. Right. Um, but on the other level of it, the, the, the reality that, shh, <laughs> the reality that pastor's talking about is it's the reality of it. She only likes talking when I talk. You notice that, right? <laughs> right, right. That's a word right that'll there. Preach, yeah. that'll, that's a word right <laughs> They know his voice. Um, yes, sir. But um, on, on the rea- and, and another reality, um, which is probably more real than, than anything else, is what pastor is alluding to. Um, and, and that's the... Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> I know what he's placed in me. And I know my potential and my ability. Right. And, and yeah. pastor saying, I will bet on that. I will bet on me and these circumstances more than anything else. So I, I, I think... Always bet on black. <laughs> hey, and, 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 I'll, and, and I'll look, and I'll believe it, and I believe it right there. <laughs> you know, my, D, my only, my no, like my only concern, Pastor, because what you offering is a valid strategy and might be the only option we get. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's a waiting game. It's, it's waited out and see, not when. Well, I guess when. I guess, like you said, if we're confident, we bet on black, we're sure that we'll rise uh, to the top. It's just like, how long? And who has to suffer for that? So how many more generations of Terrells have to deal with what, what I dealt with before we get there? And I don't want to keep being the guy, you know, that waits. Because historically in the black community, we wait 
right. for 18 generations before we get a Barack Obama. Uh, nobody ain't going to do right till we get us a LeBron in the family and, uh, all right, baby, now solve all our problems. You know, so it's just, it's a strategy, but I, I, I personally struggle. So just to say, man, do I sit back and wait? You know, I, you got to prosper. You got to do something in the meantime. But, man, how long? Bro. I guess you know, uh, Pastor. You, you you said something uh, to the to no. Listen, of- I, uh, can, let me. I'll give you one name. You said right. how long do we have to wait? Amanda Gorman. Who's Amanda Gorman? Wim Blank. That's the, the girl with the speech, right? The girl who the, the poet laureate. Oh, the, I knew that name sound familiar. Okay, the, the, Super Bowl right? too. Yeah. What I'm trying to say to you is. The minute you open the door, Amanda's waiting. Right. We don't have to get ready. Right. We're ready. Right. Cole, you understand? James Brown. And, and, and this is why I always take it back to the scripture. Yeah, James. Yeah, I don't, that's right. That's right. Because we got it. We have everything we need to make it happen. And, and so, so the question is, what do you do while you're waiting? See, waiting isn't standing still. Right. Waiting is is what is what's in the book of uh, the book called Outliers. Right. 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 Waiting is doing everything you need to do so that when the opportunity presents itself, you've already got your ten thousand hours in. Right. You've already perfected your gift. Right. That's that's the waiting right. period, and right. and and the rest of it is is the opportunity presenting itself. Right. And, and what I'm trying to say to you is, who would have thought that we would know Amanda Gorman today? Right. You're right. You're right. Right. Um, yeah, that's that's go that's ahead. Big. Go ahead. That's big. Um, it's it, how old is that? That young lady. Anybody know off the top of your head? Because when I first saw her on like that. the first time I seen, her, of course, was the inauguration. She looked right. like she was like 16. Then yeah. I seen her. Yeah, I thought she was. Yeah, I thought she was just. Like <laughs> then I seen her somewhere. I was like, school. okay, now she looks like twenty five. You know, like so. It's just that's why I asked because I was like, is she like young or is she like older? So, twenty oh, something. Yeah, I know because she looked like really young. All right, Cole said it's like the argument people wage when people complain about black athletes. Twenty three against twenty three. Okay, against ownership. Whites argue for ownership and say that man is getting paid. He should be happy where he is and say nothing. Black. Black sides with the player. I'm contributing to this team. I should have a say. Um, all right, <laughs> thank you guys. Look, Keita in the building. Great morning to you, ma'am. Um, Keita, 22. Uh, yeah. So, 22, okay. and and it's funny that you bring up the sports argument and siding with that. I was listening to a podcast how they was talking about uh, the difference between how the commissioner of basketball NBA was treating their players as opposed to how the NFL. Um, Commissioner was treating their her, their players at the time about you, you know. You muted, muted yourself. Oh, that's like who is that? That's my, my son, that's my son. I'm sorry, <laughs> he's in class. Oh, and how the NBA players were being more getting to the place where being considered more partners as opposed to just employees or you know workers in a sense. You know, whereas NFL had. Their, their players considered just like workers. I think they're trying to move them into a partnership more, um, you know, because of the backlash and things changing and things of that nature. Um, so just an interesting thought on that, the, the sports. Uh, well, I mean, think about this. Think about the fact that after <laughs> the melee, 
yes. in Detroit, the NBA yeah. changed the dress code. Right. So the NBA did tell grown men right. how to dress. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, you think about the brotherhood that is that it, that makes up the ownership of the NFL. Right. I was having a conversation with my daughter during the Black Lives Movement. You know, she lives in Kentucky, getting ready to move to Georgia. She just got out. She said, she said, Daddy, we don't have those kind of problems here wow. uh, in my city. I'm like, what do you mean you don't have those kind of problems? You do have problems with race in your city. She said, uh-uh, we don't have those uh, uh people out on the street marching and protesting. We don't have that kind of stuff here. I said, that's because in your small town, everybody knows who's in charge. Right. Hmm. No struggle. Right? right. Uh, Come on, and, get and, to the nitty gritty. Yeah. You know, there was, you know, there were pe people we used to say, we have our blacks under control back in the day. Right. You understand? Mm -hmm. and, and you knew not to play the game because you knew you couldn't win. Okay. That's why you, you don't good have blacks. It. It's not that racism doesn't exist. It's right. just that in your city, everybody understands their place. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and, and you'll know that as soon as somebody tries to step out of line, you will understand just how much power your local sheriff has, just how much power your mayor has. You'll yeah. see it. The reason you don't see it is because everybody already knows. Right. And if you go to another black person, like, hey, let's do it. Like, no, no. We don't want to make them upset. <laughs> yeah. I like, well, I the thing is, you don't, you don't hear like, you know, black people get in trouble, they get arrested. You don't hear about what happens right? because the story doesn't get anywhere. Right. Mm -hmm. You understand? And, and that's the thing that people have to understand. And, you know, we Black Lives Matter is because of social media. People have been getting the word out. Yeah. You know, word travels. You can't control cell phones. But you need to understand there are still small towns where they don't have the courage to publicize anything because they gotta go, they have to live there. If you don't have the money to pack up and move, you're right. gonna be there. Right. Yeah. You know, right. then you got generational renters yeah. in certain yeah. cities, certain yeah. small towns and stuff. And these people aren't gonna say anything. Yeah, I work on one. True. They they have um even going back with the sports for a second and just talking about how they switch the game up. You know, uh Maverick Carter, uh LeBron's business partner. Okay. Um they have that uh man, what's it? one clutch in on clutch. They got a sports agency, right? right. So they, sports. Yeah. So they're trying to represent the athletes. And this happened like a year ago or whatever, but uh they're really trying to grab all those college, all the college talent. So they jump in the game in, in the uh <laughs> I always say NAACP. NCAA. Gotcha. Um they gotcha. they they changed up the rules. Once LeBron and Maverick jumped in, they said, if you're going to be an agency that represents us, our players, uh, our student athletes, excuse me, then you you have to have a master's degree. And they wow. literally did it. You have to have a four-year degree. Five. No, you yeah. have to have a four-year degree. Four year yeah, because he didn't finish college. He didn't finish college. Wow. So, and, it, and, and the timing is like, you wow. can't even deny it. Now, of course, they went back on it. They changed it up. But, like, I, and, and like Dwayne, I think he put it best. We just feeling like it's two different arguments, you know, because I see past this point there. But when I see the people in power right. uh, making those moves, I say, well, see, this is why we got to take it. This is why this is why we need give us all our stuff and let but it go. But you way. also see the that they, that, that, that we have. Right. right? right. When they, them, them play, the players got together. College players got together like, uh, uh this is not getting ready to happen. 
you know, you do this and you won't see any of us. Right. That, uh, that's, that's why I'm with taking the money right. and funding our right. own thing. Can, can I, can I, I just make I, some and, that, and that's why I'm with getting together with one mind. Thing. Because, because money didn't make that change. A mindset did. True. One and, and, mind did. And that's I why agree. I want everybody to start sending their money. Uh, the Deion Sanders and all the work he's doing down there. Like, let's start snatching the athletes. Let's start snatching right. the money. Right. Like let's use let's use past our influence. Let's let's like I'm not trying to make some two Americas and send them back to Spain or wherever right. white people come right. from. What I'm saying is like let's get our own. Let's get it strongly, firmly established. You know what I'm saying? Let's get Dion our own. Dion is snatching up Dion. Ain't no joke. I don't want to go play right. Dion right, right now. Like like he got me so hyped. You know he gets. Yeah. Like, but but what is it? What is, what is Dion doing that's different than the other? The other HBCUs, it's not, it's yes. not what he's doing, bro. It's, it's who he is, done. it's who he is, nah, right? Man. It's what he's done. It's been years of work. Dion has been communicating with these right. players right. for years. Right. Right. Dion, yeah. behind it's, it's what right. you don't, don't see, see, right? Yeah, you're right. That has him where yes. he is right now. Yeah. He, he did like what, what was the what the rapper said? What it uh, it was LL Cool J, don't call it a comeback. We've been here for years. <laughs> Yeah. He, this has been a lifestyle for Deion Sanders, just like uh, Ray Lewis, guys like that. They have been going to these small towns. They've right. been talking to these young guys. Right. They've been talking to these parents. They've right. been involved in programs. They've been coaching for years. Right, right. And, and, and he got the opportunity, and he is getting ready to change the game in college right. sports. Yeah. Right. Um, just a quick note. Uh, e just talked about, you know, giving and things of that nature. If you feel like you want to practice, give, go to uh, dollar sign, B-O-L 2019. I hate you to this, me, bro. this awesome platform as we grow and develop and, and create our own. You want to give back to your own. This is where you can start, you know, and, and get empowered and just be a practice run as you give to the other organizations. Um, we do appreciate all of your giving. And thank you so much for being a part of Brothers of Legacy. We're not closing out. <laughs> I'm just... A quick, uh, just a quick uh, segue right there. <laughs> Felt like that was a good opportunity to throw that in there, um, because we are growing and we are reaching and expanding. And this is our goal to not only uh, spread the message through our conversations, but make change happen locally and around our country. Um, let's see. Cole put up a comment. He said, "In the NBA, it looks revolutionary because the players seem to have more of a say than any sport. However, the ownership quietly makes their presence felt." Mm-hmm. Hence why you didn't see players kneel until the bubble. The NBA and the NBPA had a had an agreement in place as to no demonstrations during the national anthem. Mohammed Abdul Raf was ushered out of the league because of such demonstrations 25 years ago. And Alcino that says, was nasty. Yeah, I can't um, believe you tore his name up like that. I, did I mess it up? I'm sorry. Yeah, you did. Forgive me, guys. Forgive me, guys. Hey, it was your best shot. I'm sorry. Hey, look, this, this, this I was, I was, I was this one of them. I, I did one of them moves. <laughs> but this would you would have been better off being like they was on in the barbershop on coming to America. His mama named me Chris. I'm gonna call him Chris. I'm gonna follow what his mama called. I'm gonna go right, right, right. All right they are in uh, Halloween. said they are in power. Their own things. We must have our own. Have to know how to govern yourself. Yeah, true. But un- unfortunately, with people in the NBA, those in the NFL, you have to work in the system to gain the capital to build your own system. Um, I feel you, E. We're seeing these other communities pool their resources so well and lift one of their own up. You want to see the same with the black community. 
Uh, what's up, Rich? Uh, Rich, uh, Keita says, quick commercial break. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You know you know how we do. Um, Craig yeah, Rogers. Craig Rogers yeah. Okay. Yeah, George Bush. Devin, yeah, that was Devin. senior. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Cole. Thank you for that. <laughs> yes, for that. Appreciate you, brother. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just, just have Google can, read it next time. Can, can I can I um can I offer some insight as like the the analyst side of me? Break it down, bro. Th- this is what I see at the 18th at the May 9th, 1865. You know what happened? May 9th, my birthday. By the way, that, that that was that. <laughs> oh, man, at the in, at, at the when oh you look your birthday is the official day that we were free, bro. <laughs> But on that day, look on on that day, one point two million, okay, um, one point two million blacks hit the job market, and guess what? They were way more qualified than anybody else in the arena. So you know what America does? They create unions. Well, not America, but a part, a sector of America. They created unions. And these unions said that, hey, you got to go to this school. Hey, you got to have this qualification. Hey, you know what? You know why that was? Because we know we control these qualifications in these schools. And if you don't have them, you can't work or we'll make an exception. And you got to take half the money that we make. Yeah. Right. Right? So fast forward to LeBron James. LeBron James didn't didn't have a a college education because he was good enough to do the job straight out of high school right, and, right. Do it, and do it on a higher level than probably 90 to 95% of the people he was facing right. at that time. Right. So you fast forward to him. Hey, wait a minute. We know Moses Malone did it and he got championships. We know Kevin Garnett did it and got a ship, but they ain't doing it like you. And they don't influence the game like you. And when he created his own agency, ho, 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 wait a minute. Yep. You got to have this to sit at this table. Yep. So we got to start being proactive, even in our strategy. Yeah. Even in the strategy. When we see we're about to do something that's blockbuster that maybe hasn't been done before by us, we got to already be ready for the pushback and, and, and have the pushback as a part of our strategy, not just the reaction. <laughs> Dude, let me ask you something, man, because you, you, just, you just raised something to me. So. AD said earlier, we got to get in the league and get the money, and, and then we can do our own thing. So all of us just got a $50 million signing bonus. What's the problem? Why don't I take a percent of my money, you take a percent of yours? Why don't we see more um, combining? You know, Ice Cube with the three-on-three. Three. He went – what do you mean? How's it doing? How's it wondering about <laughs> He was getting a little. He had a little traction. People wanted to watch it. I know, but it's it's still an organization today. When's the last time you saw a game? I haven't seen one since the pandemic. Yeah, I think. Matter of fact, Mock um, Mood was the last time. That was the last time I saw him. It was in the Big Three. He made. Yeah, the big but my my question is, why don't you tune in? The only way they make money is by viewership. So why don't you watch? Oh, I was it was it was started by a black man. So why isn't why aren't every black person why isn't every black person in America watching, watching. that to make sure Ooh, that he that, that that's my that's my question. Good. Like it's like good. why don't why is, why aren't we combining and, and throwing up high schools and 
Ti and Jay Z start their own car line. I'm, that's that. That is my question. What's the what's for the for the, the very reason? The same reason I said earlier. Oneness of mind coming together. It, it's not. See what I'm saying? That's my point. When I talk about a level playing field, you know, they don't have any leverage if we come together. The same way Maverick Carter was able to successfully get past that, it they couldn't stop it. They couldn't control it because there were too many people together. Ice Cube was able to get all those guys out of retirement and, and, and motivated all of them to get in shape and come play basketball for a fraction of what they were playing for because of their love of the game. And viewership was high in the beginning, but it tapered off. Now nobody watches. Oh, we get, we and it, it's not that he wasn't given an opportunity because he doesn't own any networks. Right. Somebody had to let him on the network to play the games. Right. But if you don't have the viewership, they're not going to keep you on the network because there's no sponsorship. Right. I, so I just my thought, point is, we have to come together. Yeah. Because if we come together, we won't need any handouts because we have. He was able to put an entire league together, three men on each, three men on the court at the same time. Right. Right. That'd be that'd be interesting to, to throw that together. You know. You know Tyler Perry. I mean, just all these big names that we know have the capability to just get behind one another. Like Tyler Perry is another one, bro. Help me understand how a black man was able to come to Georgia, right? Buy enough land and build a studio that is bigger than the three main studios right. in yes. Hollywood. Yes. How does that happen? You know how it yeah. happens? It happens because there were enough people in the industry that says, "If you build it, we'll be there." And and no one could stop him. You know how hard and, and, it is to buy that kind of land in Georgia. Right. Not yeah. only that type yeah. of land, but and that type changes. of land from the U.S. federal government. Right. Yes. Yeah. I'm saying yeah. that's leverage, bro. That's that's having enough people with uh, with leverage uh, that are pivotal uh, in the room, sitting at the table. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. That's and, and that's that, what I'm saying. I'm saying it's the same thing. Uh, and and, I'm, and all I'm saying is. If we had more of that, right? Yeah, we don't need anything. We have everything we need. He, but, he, you know, but, but he my, don't but, even make great movies. <laughs> but, the, but the disconnect for me is say that. <laughs> a shout out to Acrimony, which is a wonderful movie. Um, but yeah, that was my, good. I guess I'm saying you get one, you get a gold one. The the disconnect for me is why isn't it happening? I'm with you, Pastor. I believe in black. I'm black. I've been black my whole life. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I just hope. Well, I'm just trying to figure out why don't we come together. I'll, I'll give you my opinion. Why Spike Lee and, and, and Tyler got a beef? You know why? You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, oh wait, hold on, hold on. Spike this, beef this, with it. Spike beef with everybody. Anybody that, black does in the that industry. Make it, does that make it that right? don't make it right? But that's just Spike Lee. That's, <laughs> but, that's but his this, this, this is what I'll say, E. This is what I'll say, E. Most most people think that there's not enough to go around, and that's and that's part of our problem because. <laughs> There's enough to go around. Everybody can eat. And that like, harmony. Yeah. Jay-Z Jay and Nas were both amazing. But they had different lanes, even though they were great at what they did. Yeah. I mean, there's enough to go around. I'm going to let y'all continue this conversation. <laughs> Listen, I, I know a family. Uh, me, AD, and E know a brother. Who was the eldest of one, two, three, four, of five? Uh, Jason Fletcher. 
Oh. I don't like to put a name out there. But if you live in the South, if you're here long enough, you know there are Fletchers everywhere. Everywhere, right. Everywhere. Right. They have an army. You hear me? <laughs> and right. I'm talking about uh, a, a group of people born in the South, raised in the South. Father, I don't even think he completed his education. Died uh, some, many years ago. And instilled a good hard work ethic in his children. All right. They started having family reunions. Uh, Brother Fletcher, Jason Fletcher was put in charge uh, as the, the, the patriarch of the family. And he started managing these annual reunions for he and his, his family, uh, him and his, his siblings. And they, over the years, every year, the family reunion got larger and larger and larger, mm. all right? Now they can rent out an entire park to host their family reunion. They got together. They have raised so much money right. that I believe that they can internally provide any loan to any member of the family that's in need, mm. right? Uh, they got their education. They, they've been making their money. And they don't have to go outside and ask anybody for anything. And that's just one family. Now, I'm saying there are many families that are like that yeah. in America. All right. It, and, and, but the, the, is, the issue is that you have a tribal mindset. It's me and mine. And that's what happens in business. Right. I applaud what I see in 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 the Fletcher clan, because I call them a clan because they are they everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. <laughs> Trust. And they move everywhere. how they want to move and they do whatever they want to do. Right. Uh, but the point I'm trying to make is that if if more of us had that type of mindset, even going beyond the family, going into the business uh, world, then we would not have to ask anyone for anything. And that's the point that I'm trying to make. And, and so the you asked the question, you know, what's preventing us from doing that? Yeah. That's the question. What is preventing us from doing that? Right. Right. We how, I, I, you know, I don't want you to say it out loud, A.D., but we have people who get on this platform every day, faithful followers. And, right. and, and that cash app is there every day. Right. I wonder what that balance looks like. How many have actually seeded right. into this platform way. with as much as we talk about trying to make a difference, trying to do more for the community, uh, get right. with these young fellas and, and right. make a difference. You know, how many have actually pulled out their phone right. and, and, and said, I support you, even if it's right. $5, $10, right? right? It's and, and and I'm not, you know, I don't want to put anybody down. I encourage and I'm grateful for everybody that has done it. But that mindset, you, you get on here every day and listen. Right. But had you gotten on here and planted seed where you put your attention. Right. And if more of us had that kind of mindset, we would not be sitting around here debating or arguing about reparations. No, we wouldn't even be talking about someone opening a door, making room for us because we would bust the door down. I, I got and listen, and I'm I'm with a thousand percent everything you said. Um, my butt only comes because I I look at reparations, <laughs> unfortunately, like a car accident. You know, you banged up, you ran me over, 
yeah, it's been ten years, but how are you just gonna get away with it? I think <laughs> I think that's what I think that's been my issue sometimes. Because I feel you. what you're saying, Pastor. Like I feel like it's it's almost like you know, don't 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 waste your energy fighting for this thing that may be impossible to get. And I and you know I'm dumb enough to believe that it is possible. It's like UBI gonna come back to that. <laughs> you know? Oh, but uh, I think it's I think it's possible, but. Yeah, it's like, yeah, there you go. I knew how Stephen Lee jumped in there and agreed with that. Preparation of debt that's old had nothing to do with our financial status at all. And I, and, and, um, so I, I, that's already paid, oh, whatever. I'm not sure what he's speaking of. But yeah, so that's why I, I kind of look at like a debt that's old, you know, and, and, but I, I do understand the expending of energy and the coming, and we should have the coming together as well. Like, even if every hundred, uh, African-American, black Americans, however you want to look at it, community came together, yeah. pulled our resources, you know, to help each other grow. That's fine, too. But it's still like, yo, hey, ooh, ooh, you still owe us. Don't forget, you know, I'm, I'll be up there on, on Park Ave, but you still owe me. You know, like, I, 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 that's kind of how I look at it. And I know it's like crazy, but at the same time, a crime was committed against us. But, that, you know but that's, not crazy. That, that's not crazy. A crime was committed and they do owe us. What I'm yeah. saying is. Are we going to spend our lives trying to prove to them how much they owe us? Or are we going to go make something happen? And what I'm saying is right. we are making something happen. Let's be more effective in how we make it right. happen. And all I'm saying is there, at some point, it won't even matter. Right. You can't change the fact that they owe us. It was done. Right. I mean, the crime was committed and right. you owe restitution, period. Right. right? But what I'm saying is, it, like like he said earlier, <laughs> That's like spraying the weeds and the flowers together. You right. can spend so much time fighting for that that you're killing opportunity. Right. Uh, uh, this, is a quote, this is a quote from the family, the 19 families that purchased 96.71 acres of land in Georgia. They wanted to build a thriving black safe haven. They said, we figured we could try to fix a broken system or we could just start fresh. Um, so they started the city and... Um, they invest in something, you know, so they can just build something that's based around their core values and beliefs. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. Either pay us the money, or one of you black brothers come bring me some money, and I bring you my money, and we go start <laughs> we something. Right. But like they, they said, they, I'm sorry. Go ahead, E. Go ahead, sir. Go ahead. They, they said that of all of the policies that that Joe Biden is trying to put in place for COVID relief, right? right? The, the, the tax, they want to add $3,000 for every child uh, under six years old. And uh, I forgot what the number was between six and 17 or seven and 17. Right. Um, and it's going to be commensurate with the income for family. It, it reduces for anybody, any families making more than $75,000 a year. Mm -hmm. The one piece of the economic package that they're struggling to pass is the elevation, the raising of minimum wage to $15. Right. They're saying that the raising of minimum wage to $15 will cost, you know, like something like 1.4 billion or million jobs or whatever the case might be. Right. Uh, and the debt uh, over the next 10 to 15 years would increase by so many billions of dollars. Yeah, that's, that's been right? a big argument. Yeah. So what they're saying is instead of just paying you a higher wage, they'd rather give you a handout. Mm. All right. 
the government is more comfortable giving you a handout than they are paying what they owe. Yeah, that's a good point. Right? Uh, okay, right. I'm slightly confused. Just just clarify this real quick for me because I can, for me, uh, when it comes to the higher wage, I disagree simply because of the aspect of inflation that's going to come with it. If you pay somebody who works at McDonald's 15 an hour and they're making currently making, I don't know what, 10, 11, eight, eight. Okay. Eight. And you want to make it 15 for McDonald's to continue to make their profits. That means a big Mac meal is not going to cost $10 and some change. I ain't willing to pay $10 and some change. So yeah, they're going to lose their job because I don't eat there anyway. But the 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 times that I do want a Big Mac, I, I definitely ain't finna pay no ten dollars for one. Listen, listen to my point. The, the okay. point that I'm trying to make. The, here's the point that I'm trying. And you're absolutely right. That's what they do. If I gotta pay somebody fifteen dollars as opposed to ten dollars, then I'm gonna lay somebody off. That's the cost of job, right? If yeah. I gotta pay somebody fifteen dollars instead of ten dollars, then I'm gonna make you pay more towards your benefits. And I'm going to pay less because you're costing me money. Right. Right. My point is there is enough profit being made in these organizations where you can do that. Yeah. All right. And that boosts the economy. You don't have to change the price of the burger because you're paying somebody a higher wage. Nope. That's just not true. That's what they tell you. Right. But exactly. if you go look at the numbers right. and the cost of business and, and with, with McDonald's, I'm sorry, million. that's just not true. Just just lose the company jet. That's it. No, no, million. I'm just saying. But you, the, company. But, the CEO makes eighteen million dollars. Yeah, but that, but that's the eighteen point. million dollars. That's couldn't, probably not including his bonus. You think he right. care about? You think he care about your reparations while he's driving his 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 um. I, I understand. He is. Here's here's what you must understand. The the three thousand dollars or the twelve hundred dollars stimulus, they'll give you that and it'll be gone in a week. But if you raise my pay, I, yeah, you change my life. Right? right. That's better than giving me a fish. That's teaching right. me to fish. No doubt. Yeah. They don't or, want us fishing. That's the reality. And and you're right, sir. And 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 the only reason I brought that up is the concept of inflation, it it's anti the reason why we have inflation is because America is a capitalistic market. And in a capitalist market, everything is about um everything is about the come up, what what your bottom line is, how much you're making. That's if if you if we're real if we're real about things. The cost of living in the 70s could be the same as it is today. But what happened is, is people will, they, whatever somebody's willing to pay for anything is what somebody will sell it for. And let's just, look, we've gotten to a place where we think that it, it costs more than that to raise a cow and to transport that cow. It's not because costs have increased to, to do it. The, the what's increased is somebody's profit and now people don't want you messing with their profit if a ceo made five million dollars last year they don't want to make two million dollars next year right so they're going to do whatever it takes to keep that profit coming in i mean you and, won't, I, I i mean 
if you increase the living, if you increase your wages and you want to keep the same pay for all your execs and everybody, I mean, if you raise a burger about 10 to 20 cents, I think a lot of that will fill the gap. So I think it's, it's nonsense. Some of these arguments um, at the same time, I, I figured the only people that probably will hurt are the people that are like just starting business, trying to get employees. And it's like, I can't get as many as I like, you know, because I have to start them out at $15. But at the same time, you know, $15 can get you, get you, I think quality, you know, it, it increases quality and though it becomes a basic. All right. Uh, all right. D we'll talk. Um, it is a basic uh, need, you know, a living wage. I think, you know, the, a lot of the arguments are, are nonsense. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, I don't know, I guess, you know, how <laughs> Cino's against the, the minimum wage raise. Um, and I, and I get, you know, with the checks, you know, it's more of a control thing. Yeah. I give you checks and we talked about UBI, the universal income, um, and becomes dependence on the government for certain things. I, I guess that is that is an understanding of of control because now everyone's counting on a check from the government, you know. Because right. I've been thinking about that as well. I've been thinking about that, um, but at the same time, I believe if it did happen, it would help. But at the same time, it does lead to a certain level of dependency on the government. All right, so I'm gonna work on something different. <laughs> just side note, I'm working on something different relating to it, but just a little different. Um, I don't know. And I, and I've always tossed back and forth with the minimum wage as well. I mean, it should be a living wage. It shouldn't be, you know, because the minimum wage was created that no one gets low ball. No one's getting $2 or getting $1 an hour. You know, no one like, I know you need a job. So I'm gonna give you $3 and then give you, give me $3 and give him past the $8, you know, like, like how you, you know, I can't, I can't live. I can't live on that. Like I can barely eat on that, you know? So I'm sure it was created. I had people in my job. I had other engineers, it's kind of funny when I started working for my company, uh, 2006, I, you know, I got my base salary, got my, my commission structure or my, my bonus structure. Right. And, uh, about a year and a half after work, starting to work, I'm having a conversation with a couple of other engineers on the job. And one of them is complaining about his salary. Mm. And he's like, um, I, I need a pay raise. I need a huge jump in pay. I can't keep doing this for this kind of money. And I'm like, who did the interview for you? Right. Right. And and this is not someone who looks like me. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, and you know, you don't talk salary on the job. Right. Not supposed to, but not you spo- should. Yeah. <laughs> my, no, no. You should. But my question for him is, my question for him was, what are you doing now that's any different than what you were hired to do? Mm, true, true. And it was nothing. True. And, and and all I'm saying is that means you didn't do your job in the interview process or you right. didn't count up the cost. Right. Right. Because I'm right. sure they gave you an explanation of what the job entails. Right. And you gave you them what your expectation was for compensation. Right. 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 And, and so... I, I guess the the point I'm trying to make because we you know we we've gone back and forth. Right. You you get out what you put in. Right. You right. win based on your level of or your ability to negotiate. Right. Right. Uh, winners are at the table. Winners are out front. Right. Winners aren't asking; they're taking. Right. 
So do I want to spend my time asking or do I want to spend my time going and getting it? I got you. You feel me? No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Um, if I got to ask somebody, I'm going to ask God. And you know what God's going to say? Go get it. I, I've given you everything you need. Right. So if that's what God says, why am I waiting on reparations from the government? Right. I'm folks, no. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean. You, you can say that all you want to, but I'm saying, yeah. you, you know, it's like if, if it, this is it, this only matters to you. If you believe in God, if you believe in, in godly or biblical principles, right? Reaping and sowing. Right. If, if you don't believe in those things, then it doesn't matter, you know. And I don't have to, you know, we won't, I don't want to debate that piece because the minute right. you tell me, you know, you're not, you don't believe in the scriptures or whatever, then that's kind of the end of the conversation right. for me. Right. Because right. for me, it's always going to come back to what the Bible says. I got you. Oh, um, right. but like I said, yeah, I, I believe. I'm 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 still 100% on reparations because it's still old. I believe there should be at least a discussion about it. I don't know what happened to the bill that they were supposed to be forming a committee to do the investigations, you know, about reparations, I guess investigation or the the study or however they were supposed to do that. Um I'm going to look into that. Um so it's the, the the thing is and like we talked about earlier, like with LeBron James and the system it's just, and I'm just taking what some some of the house seniors said, moving the goalposts. You know, when when we begin to make strides and you know find a way to, oh man, let's we can build in this section. They start moving the goalposts. Um, right. <laughs> uh, so it's I I think with that, I I, I just want to say this to, to Halcino is yeah. that my argument is never that it's not old. Right. That's never been my argument. It is not. Nah. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's that's absolute fact. 100%. My argument is how much energy are we going to put into that versus just right. going to get it. That's what I'm saying. Right. right. I think and and my 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 thing with reparations is it needs to just be just a full on push. Like it can't be small. It's got to be like you know how like we were saying with Deion mm-hmm. Sanders, like got to be yeah. backroom stuff. I'm talking to senators and and house representatives. I'm yeah. I'm writing the check. Like I'm okay. Boom. He agrees. He agrees. He agrees. You know, like, because you got to get it. It has to be a movement, you know, before it's even, you know, discussed, you know, on the floor. It has to be a movement before it even gets like, you know, now, you, you know, got one party running all three, three spots. You know, this is a, this could be an opportunity to discuss it or bring it out because it's like you do it or you lose your job, <laughs> you know, or you lose the majority, you know, because because that's and at the end of the day, we all know that's the push. Like we have to come to collectively vote for somebody you know and i think i mentioned it broadcast back you know it's like they may not uh agree with who we are they may not even like us but they want to keep their job right so it's like we ask this one thing we ask for this one thing you know and granted reparations is is a huge thing but we ask for this one thing and you got your job you get to keep your job and if we collectively come together with something like that i feel like that that in itself will, will push a movement but of course it starts with you know each step, the, the ten thousand hours, each each hour, pushing this thing so it comes to pass. Um, so one thing we'll just say here: not one of us is against reparations. Pastor's idea is just all, how much energy do we, are we going to expend on it? Um, so, but but that's, that's only because we have too many people that are waiting, and right? You, we, you you have to understand the number of people. You know, people, there are more people who don't look like us that are on welfare. 
right? But there are still too many of us sitting around living off welfare, complaining right. about reparations. Right. Right. And right. that and, and and so I don't argue against anybody that's fighting for it. I'm saying that we have to be careful where we put our attention. Not that we don't put attention on it, but we just have to figure out. Yeah, you're right. There's always going to be people fighting for it. Let them fight. Right. They've been fighting a long time for it. And, and while they're fighting, we keep progressing forward. But on panels like this, right. you know, I'm not a politician. E right. is not a politician. AD is not a politician. So that's not our argument. Right. Right. My, my energy is on the fact that, you know, 1991, I was homeless. Right. I could still be sitting around waiting, but I've been setting my own income for over 20, 28 years now. Right. And I still believe they owe me. Right. OK, but I, my energy has to be into making something happen. And that's all I'm saying. So I believe we're all saying the right thing, the same thing, because right. uh, there are people that are fighting for it. I'm not against. Right. I'm saying we have to be careful where we put our energy. Right. right. Yeah. Amen. All right. Oh, um, so we're going past my time. Appreciate you guys rocking with us, uh, hanging with us and supporting. And if you. You know, if you have an opportunity to support, go to Dollar Sign BOL 2019. I'll see you with an angry person. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, only sometimes, yeah. though. Sometimes he be chilling, and then other times he got hot buttons that just it's hit. Hot button, it goes. And then and you, you, you take a stab, fingers. brother. Would you? And you take stabs, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, I we, we, can, we, can, we, can, we can have the debate, but let's just not be angry. Right. Yeah, I'm curious right. about Hasino. I want to know more about him, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> angry is beautiful through this <laughs> yeah it is in statements brother we could, could kind of you know alright so we, <laughs> we're gonna go see you later bro Can't, yeah, thank you V we love you man yes we love you V Mark thanks for rocking, rocking with us um, Mama Corey thank you so much Cole Alcina keeps telling me I'm wrong <laughs> This is baseless. You, you type it like you're angry, us, you know? Like, <laughs> right, right. Like, your words <laughs> matter. Words mean something, bro. Let's so, look at so, your words. So, this is so baseless. How, that, that makes so, no sense. That's that's an angry person. You're not trying to get resolution. You're just trying to be right. right. That, and that's, that's, that's and listen, I'll see. I will. I will you can't see, see nobody else outside but his right own. There. Right there. TF right there. You're right. Really? TF. Okay, so my yeah. thing is, brother, yeah, if, if, no if, way if you have a side, you need to come from a positive perspective, right? We always we always open the ideas and ways of going about doing things. Give a solution base instead of problem situated. You feel me? Or, or call so, me. I, I'll put my we, give me your phone number. I'll call you. Right. Yeah, I want to know more about you, man. <laughs> yeah. We, we're we on Facebook, get, we so just come on, see we us. Get him on the screen, man, so we can see his face. <laughs> what? Right, but yeah, we on Facebook. <laughs> Find us, AD. You're welcome. Uh, welcome from to come on with us. Uh, Pastor, yes. You're welcome to come yeah. on. Call Pat. Join our podcast one day, brother. I sent you the email. Yeah, yeah. Come on, it's, love to have you. Love to have you. <laughs> we, yeah, so we can just have. Don't use out. TF when you come on, though. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We going because we going down this rabbit hole, and I love you. I'll see you, man. Yeah, I'll be Appreciate easy, you man. rocking back with us. Appreciate you, man. Stay connected. Yes, we do love it, man. All right. Oh, all right. Let's see if I can. Uh, let me do this. All right. Let's, then we'll get out of here. So we appreciate you guys rocking with us. You have a, a great one. Take care. Um, I don't have your 
and for a fan. Okay. Yeah, that's that's other links. Hit us up at Gmail. And we see your email and we got you. All right, we'll chat. And we appreciate you guys. Keep rocking. Stay safe. <laughs> safe <enough. laughs> Still going. <laughs> All right. We see you guys in the morning. Um, all my podcast people, I, I, I apologize. We haven't read your stuff and you're like, what are you talking about? But it is what it is. All right, guys, we'll see you in the morning. Take care. Be blessed. Keep pushing. Keep growing. Stay safe. Keep wearing a mask. Yeah, I know Alcino. And uh, know that we love you, but God loves you more. Why do you have to say the mask? You know you don't like that. I know. Listen, it is what it is. I didn't want to catch that morning. Good 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 morning.